hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator. Welcome back to the next episode of BC Law's Just Law Podcast. I'm Tom Blakely. Uh, we're here with some new faces today in studio. We've got Jill Jacobson and Regine Cooper. And joining us remotely is, of course, Jim Fiore and Mercedes Harvell. Uh, so we've got some new faces joining us on the podcast. Uh, before we get to our discussion today, we thought we'd just have uh, everybody introduce themselves. Uh, Mercedes, how about you go first? Just introduce yourself. I know you're a 1L here at BC Law. Uh, whatever you want folks to know. <coughs> Uh, um, hi, I'm Mercedes. Um, I am a 1L in Section 3. I just graduated from NYU this past May. Um, I majored um, in journalism and political science. Um, and I'm just excited to be on the podcast and uh, to learn more about the law at BC. Very cool. Uh, back to, you know, being in studio. Uh, Jill? Sure. I'm a 2L here. I somehow survived the first year and decided to come back. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be on the podcast. It's sort of funny from watching it uh, as a prospective student to then watching it as a current student and now being on the other side uh, is exciting. So I'm looking forward to the year. Awesome. Regine? Yep. Um, I'm back at it again, too. This is 2L year for me. I'm really excited to be a part of such a great team and just to get to talking. Let's do it. Awesome. Uh, so we got, it looks like we got, let's see, one, two, three, two L's, uh, a one L, and I'm the, you know, the long in the tooth. I'm the lowly three L. <laughs> Guys, we got, I guess, three two L's here. How's how's that thing going? Because the expression's always, you know, one L, they, what, they scare you to death, two L, they work you to death, and three L, they bore you to death. I'm not bored yet, but I don't know if you guys feel like you're you're, <laughs> you're being worked and how hard. How, how's two L going for you guys? Okay. Um, Two L's good. I mean, I, I think there's definitely some truth to that maxim. It's a different kind of stress than one L. I think it's more logistical, mm -hmm. right? There are just not enough hours in the day. Um, and that's a unique challenge of its own. But it's good. It's good. I feel like we sort of have a handle on things and we're not as anxious and nervous as we were one L year. And, you know, we can really enjoy our experience here a little bit more. How do, how do you guys think it's going? Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I like how we got to pick our classes, uh, you know, two L year. So that was that was nice. I mean, I did enjoy my one L classes, but having some say in the schedule was was good. But yeah, a little less stress because you kind of figured it out a little more because one L everything is so new. But yeah, two L has been going great so far. Awesome. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree with that. Um, it's been so nice to have a different social setting because I was really close with my section. Shout out to Section 2, <laughs> Class of 24. Um, we had such a great section. Our camaraderie was great. And I was a little nervous about stepping out into a new, you know, social setting. But I feel like I've seen and met even more great people. Um, and you are busy. But it's kind of nice to know everybody's kind of still on the same page with being busy. But a different kind of busy. So no complaints. I gotcha. like it. Uh, Mercedes, how about 1L? How, how's, how's that going? Um, I think it's going well, um, just, uh, this week's a bit hectic, um, because of my memo and like midterms and stuff like that. But overall, I really like all the classes and the professors. I think they're really helpful. And everyone in my section, section three is just, um, just great. And they all seem to like care about what other people are doing. Um, I really like torts and contracts. Um, I like how like they apply to kind of like the, like the world and like which, which we live in and like Civ Pro, I like it, but it's just a little harder to wrap my head around because it's not things that I see happening every day. Um, but yeah, overall, I really like it. 
That's yeah. awesome. I don't think you're alone there with with Civ Pro. I feel like a lot of the, the common consensus with Civ Pro is that it's just very confusing, and then it all kind of comes together in the last two weeks. So, yeah, you're not alone. Jim, there. it came together for you in the last. Holy crap! Is it? It still hasn't come together for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that happens sometimes. But yeah, no, it's and, and then you you know you kind of forget about it yeah. over the or you know over winter break. Yeah. Uh, so what, what are you guys uh, in, involved in? I know we've got a variety. We've got some LSA experience. I know uh, Jill, you run a student org. Jill, like I just, you know, love to know what you guys, what you guys are up to when you're not, uh, not, not in classes. Hold on, Tom. You're equal part of this podcast well, too. How's three L going? Yeah, oh, I see. You're gonna let me get away with it. Uh, yeah, no, three L is it's, it's interesting. The way I describe it to people is, I you know, of course, started in fall of 2020, just a great time in in, in history, you know, with COVID and everything <laughs> like that. Uh, but you know, it was really fine. You know, it was it was hybrid. It was half here and you know half uh, you know remote and. You know, we got through it and we got to 2L last year, which was fully in person. Of course, you know, this year um, is, is is chugging along. But the way I describe it to people is it can almost feel like I've gone to like a few different schools to some extent because it's been a sure. little bit of a different experience um, at each level. But it's really flown by. I mean, I remember when I was in orientation, uh, gosh, you know, over two years ago now, that was the thing people would say is, oh, it's going to fly by. It's going to fly by. And you're, you know, thinking about the, you know, not to keep beating on Civ Pro, but like I'm thinking about like some of these, I'm like, man, this, this, this is going to fly by. I, I don't know about that. Um, oh, but it has, it has really flown by. And so now we're, you know, making our last lap around the track. Uh, you know, they're getting ready to boot me out of here. So it's, uh, it, but it, it's been good. I, I've had a great time, you know, really first and foremost, being able to do this for my, um, you know, going into my third year here among the other things that I've gotten to do. And it, it's, it's been a really, it's been a unique experience. Um, I think that, you know, student orgs, just everything you get to get involved in, not to, you know, again, again, no one's telling me what to say, but I think it certainly is true that it's a, it's a pretty special place. I've, I've, I've had a good time. Um, and you know, so somewhat sad to see it end, but it's, uh, you know, we're not there yet and we've got a good, good, good year and good year in front of myself to, uh, you know, to, to really enjoy and, you know, record some episodes with, uh, with, with you guys. I'm glad to be working with the, working with the team. Um, well, I also wanted to ask about, you know, sort of speaking about some of the things I mentioned, like other things that you guys are involved in inside of school, outside of school, like jobs, anything. Cause yeah, you know, we talk about class and we talk about, you know, some of the things that we tend to focus on, but there's plenty else that we spend our time on. I know we're all very, very busy. Um, so like what kinds of things inside of school, outside of school, like what, what, what are we up to? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a stab sure. at it. Um, I'm cu- currently the co-president of the Black Law Student Association. That's two full-time jobs, but <laughs> it's a heart full of work. I love it. Um, I am the treasurer for the Real Estate Law Society. Love that. Um, two all rep for LSA. Love that. Currently working at Consigli Construction as a legal extern. Um, Do you that. sleep? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I'm not striving for perfection. I'm aiming for progress. <laughs> so if I can get three to four hours of sleep, I'm feeling good. I don't oh have to God. sleep a lot. That's impressive. I mean, it's wow. But I love it. I love everything I do. That's awesome. I think it makes the experience. Like if I feel like if I don't take advantage of it, then I'm really spending a lot of money, but not, <laughs> but not really like living. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything that I can. That's but awesome. all of us are really involved. That's awesome. That's Uh, wonderful. Jill, how about you? I am, well, I'm sort of in a strange place this semester because I'm externing um, for a judge on the first circuit most of the time. So I'm really not on campus that much. I think one one day a week probably, unless, you know, I'll be here to do this presumably. Um, And then I'm president of Federalist Society here uh, as well. And yeah, that's that's how my semester is is panning out. It's it's been great so far. I totally um, echo what you said to be 
immersed in the community here is to take full advantage of your experience. So, yeah, it's been great. What classes are you taking? <laughs> I am taking an externship seminar that goes along with if you do something outside the classroom, um, you just sort of debrief on, yeah. on what you're doing at the courthouse or what have you. Uh, and then I'm in space law. Okay. Which is unique and fun. Um, and then professional responsibility. Great. Jim? Yeah. You guys? Yeah, I'm in a, a, a smattering of different clubs. I was uh, involved a little bit in real estate uh, law society and as well as space law society. Um, oh, I didn't know that, Jim. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're trying to, it's kind of being brought up. Uh, so we're trying to have our one event this year. But um Okay. Yeah, as well as uh, more recently, actually, just last week, I'm, I'm not participating in mock trial, but one of my friends is, and I was a witness uh, as part- uh, you know volunteering my time as a witness for mock trial, so that was really fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mercedes, did you assume you might have done the negotiation competition or client counseling? I don't know. I don't. Well, I think they're going to client counseling now. How was your experience there? On negotiations, um, but I am. Um, um, a part of the Black Law Student Association, and I'm the 1L rep for the Latin American Law Student Association. Um, yeah, and I love uh, both of the uh, groups have been great. Um, they have put in like great events, and um, I just like everyone I've met there. They're all wonderful people. Okay. You awesome. are not getting paid to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I guess I want to ask, um, you know, I, I think, you know, we want to we tend to talk about, you know, positive things, all our favorite things. I think we've named a lot of them. Um, but I think, you know, for myself, you know, being a 3L, having, you know, spent a lot of time at BC Law, you know, being on LSA, you know, I, you know, myself, I uh, ran children's rights group last year. I also was involved in real estate law society. I want to feel like everybody, my God, <laughs> wow. it's like a who's who of real estate law. Yeah, I was uh, the secretary last year. But in any event, I think among all those things, now that I'm a 3L, um, you know, looking back and I'm on, you know, LSA and we talk about, you know, different things to like, you know, to ideas and suggestions and things like that. Um, you know, I know we've had various 10 years at BC law, but you know, I guess were some things, I guess like on the one hand, like what's your favorite thing? And like, what's like one thing, if you think about like law school and you think about, you know, some of the, the, the difficulties, the ups and downs that people can have, like what, one thing you might change, like, is there anything that I guess comes to mind there? Like just, I know, you know, Mercedes is a one L three L got some two L's. Um, but I guess just like favorite thing and maybe like something you'd change just based upon your, based upon your experience. Yeah. Um, I can jump in. I think, you know, prior to coming to BC Law, everyone said, this is the least competitive law school. Everyone is so friendly. And you sort of find that hard to believe, right? That almost seems like an oxymoron, not not competitive law students. But I, I would say it's, it's true. I'm not quite sure whether it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in that we have that reputation and therefore we are. But um, I, I agree. I think everyone is so willing to help each other out and give each other a hand. And, and that's wonderful, particularly in such a pressure cooker environment. So, yeah, I love that about BC. Um, something I would probably improve upon, and, and granted, some people might not agree with me, but it seems like there's two ways of looking at law school, right? One is like white collar trade school. We've invested so much money in this. We want to get get in, get the job and get out. And the other is sort of a more intellectually curious way of like, this is an academic exercise and I'm going to change as a thinker because of it. I'm not quite sure how much our campus has embraced the latter perspective. I think people are very career focused as they should be. But, you know, we have an amazing opportunity here with endless resources of very smart professors and speakers and 
you know, I would hope that our, uh, yeah, that our intellectual curiosity can sort of transcend getting that job or getting that A, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I would echo what what Jill what Jill said about just like the collegiality of at least you know during my one L year, just like coming in thinking it was like all right, this can be really competitive, really tough. I, you know, I got to make sure I do well. But you know, people were more than willing to you know share notes if you miss class or just like explain something to you. It wasn't really that cutthroat environment that you kind of think of when you think of law school. Um, and I, I mean, you might, might have to pass on what I'm still thinking of what, what I would want to improve on, but yeah, let me, I'll, I'll jump in again. If I think of something, that's fine. No, I think like Jill to your point, I think that is a good point. Like it is, there is that. And I think that's just the case in like law schools. It's like, there's this whole focus on like getting the job and then it's like, okay, you know, if you're fortunate things are the right way and you have it, it's like, okay, well, we're still, you know, this school and you still have like this opportunity to like take classes and have these discussions and like do stuff that you're not going to do at a firm certainly you know so I, I i do think that is something where you know you look at the hiring process like i mean there's oci i mean there's other things that people do but like so much of it is just focused on like i'm gonna get this job and then like i know people kind of joke about like 3l people kind of take it easy and whatnot and i mean i guess that's true and not true to varying degrees but at the same time it's like you have this opportunity while you're here um to get to do some interesting things that you're probably never gonna get to do again so i think that yeah i think like that is a is an, is an opportunity that and, and maybe at the end of the day, it's like up to the individual, right? Like it's, it's up to you, like, um, you know, how invested you want to get. Like I know Ray, to your point earlier, you're talking about like, you know, I'm going to get my money's worth out of this uh, yeah. to some extent, <laughs> which is, you know, it's a certainly a, a good, good attitude to have. Uh, Mercedes, how about you? I'm not, I'm not so sure like on um, what I would kind of improve on, but just going off the point about um, like having, having more of a balance between like the academic um, portion of law school and um, like the more career uh, focused side, because I feel like um, I know a lot of people right now who are like given we're only in the second uh, month of school and they're already like stressing about jobs and like contacting a billion people. And I'm like, should I be doing that? Or should I be paying more attention to what's happening right now? Like in my like classes. So I think maybe focusing more like, having more of a balance between the two um, would be something that's very beneficial. Um, and like, we could take more out of what we're learning um, if there was more of a balance. I don't have too much that I would change. Something that I um, like enjoy about um, BC is like the critical perspectives class. Um, I think that um, it's another way to look at um, the doctrinal classes in a lens that we normally wouldn't spend so much time on in those classes. Um, we were talking about um, like the law as it is um, versus how it's how it's actually applied. And I like seeing how um, even though the doctrinal classes spend more time on like the doc the doctrines and like the restatements and what they actually um do I like looking at, I enjoy that we're able to look at um, the other side of the law and how it really is applicable um, in like real life situations. All right. Um, I guess like going off of that, like what, what do you guys think the hardest thing has been? I think it'll be different because we've been here for different like 10 years, but I think going into law school is like built up as this like, you know, scary. I mean, there's movies like the paper chase and legally, blah, like <laughs> we're all familiar with all that stuff, but I guess thinking about the reality of it, like what, What's it really been like? Like, what, what do you, what's, what's the hardest thing been in your experience so far? And I guess, like, how do you, you know, uh, I guess being where you are now, like, how is it, uh, you know, how's it compared to what you thought? And uh, and anybody can go first. Yeah, I'm more than happy to jump in on that one. Um, I think the hardest thing is you don't know what you don't know. 
And so when you come in law school, and Mercedes, you can tell me if you understand this, you don't even know what you can use your degree for. But everybody's telling you what you need to do. You know what I mean? Everybody's telling you, oh, you need to be networking, which you might not even know how to network. You need to be thinking about how to outline. You don't even know how to outline. <laughs> you don't even know how to read. You figure out in law school, you're like, wow, I, I actually don't know how to read. Um, and so I think that it's, it's you don't know what you don't know, and you don't know when you're supposed to know it, like how much you're supposed to know, but you're getting like so much information all at once. And so you're trying to figure out how do I digest this information? I think that was the hardest thing for me to figure out. Because once I know what I'm supposed to do, I need to plan on how to do it. But if you don't even know what you're supposed to do, <laughs> um, how do you even start? You know what I mean? Like she's saying, should I be focusing on school? Should I be networking? You need to do both. But like there's no nobody tells you how to go about doing that. Um, they just tell you you need to do it. So I think that that's like one of the hardest things that I experienced. And I think... That also goes back to like your previous question. I do kind of feel like one of the best things that I have here is the professors and the people. I I'm, I agree with all of you on that. But one thing I think we can change is being a little bit more intentional about introducing us 1Ls, 2Ls, even like 3Ls into that process mm -hmm. as to like what you're actually doing. What does that timeline look like? Um, you know, what are where are the opportunities, a diverse you know, array of opportunities. Where are they? Um, and what can I actually do with my legal degree? I think that that's like one of the hardest things because you're trying to make an informed decision. And a lot of us know that a lot of the opportunities come within that first year, the first year of which you know nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so like, that's like one of the biggest things I think for me that I'm constantly asking myself, like, is this what I want to do? Mm. I feel like I have to have pressure to know what I want to do yeah. um, and how to like sell it. So that's like one of the biggest things for me. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I would say personally something that I found challenging was sort of the lack of external benchmarks to gauge your own knowledge. I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but mm -hmm. for example, when you're an undergraduate or grad school or something, you have quizzes, you have midterms, you have papers, and you know, you know, intermittently how well you're doing with the material based on how you do on those assessments. But when your entire grade is based off one four-hour exam at right. the very at end, the end of the yeah. course, <laughs> and you have had no measurement of your own knowledge apart from what's up here, it's not only difficult, but it's it's anxiety-inducing because mm -hmm. um, you're really the only one that can gauge your development, and and you better hope you're right or, or it's not going to end well for you. So yeah. I right. think that was a skill I had to develop that I really didn't have before mm -hmm. coming here. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to have a confidence error. <laughs> in either way yeah, yeah exactly. in either direction yeah. uh, Jim Mercedes yeah I was gonna like I was gonna say I mean Ray said it way better but just like the unknowns I thought your answer was like so perfect is like you go in and you don't know anything uh, and, and yeah you don't know what you don't know but the the extension of that is which I found is that because you don't know anything you're constantly asking people for advice and suggestions and a lot of 2Ls are like they want to help so they give advice and and it's all contradictory so yeah exactly yes, that, you, you get contradictory oh no no he's gone again oh no sad <laughs>
Hey, we liked your point. This idea of contradiction because it's it's certainly the case. Like everyone gives you very different advice about what you should. Yeah, I've had networking and, calls where it's like I line them up during the day, and like the person, I, like the next guy, told me to you know screw with the other guy. Said, "Here's how you're going to do it." <laughs> it's like, oh my god! But I, I don't know what your experience is with that's been like. Yeah, more more specifically for like two L's being like, oh, I've had this teacher. Uh, or she, you know, I've had this professor, I have this professor, you had her last semester or last year, like what's the best way to take notes or study? And like, just person says like, you know, person A says, you know, you know, don't take t- that many notes, just like make sure you focus on class and then like review like the lecture notes later. And then some people say, oh, write down everything. And it's just like completely contradictory. And that kind of induces more anxiety. Yeah. Like, what, what, like, what's going on. But so yeah. I think the way I overcame that is pretty much, you kind of have to know yourself and know what's going to work best for you. Say that. And, you know, you're going to have to try, try everything out. It's not going to be perfect right away, but you know, by, you know, October, November, it's, if you're going to start to come into a groove and that's not like abnormal to, you know, for it to take that long to kind of figure out how how to, you know, how to read cases, how to, how to take notes. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you on that. Like my first, yeah, some like my first semester, like my first two months, I was like trying to do all nighters. I was trying to like hang with the big guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. or big people, I should say. And um, and then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not functional at 1130 at night. Like, I'm done. But I can't. I'm a morning person. Like, I'm up every morning at 530 a.m. looking at my eyes like, should I get up? All right, I'm going to get up. And I'm more productive in the morning. So I like, I was like, yeah, I need to know myself. And like me knowing myself helped me get my readings done early. It helped me be more strategic with networking and my sleep improved. But it was like I was trying to see what everybody else was doing because I was like, am I doing something or not doing something that I should be doing? And that anxiety is real. It's so real. I think that's a misconception about law school more generally. I mean, you don't just arrive on our campus and morph into a different person, right? There, There's not a specific way that law students study or a specific way right. that law students answer a question. I mean, you are you at your core. You are just in a different setting. I think when people try to drastically change what's worked for them in the past, that's when things can get yeah. not so great. Yeah, exactly. Well, what do you, uh, like, I guess if you were to try to come up with like a solution for that, like, how do you, do you think there's like, there should be more for like incoming students? Like, look, here's how it's going to go. Here's what you need to keep in mind. Like, here's what's going to, how, how do you, how do you think that could be changed for, for like future students who had some of the experiences, you, you know, we've been talking about? Well, I, I, I did like lawyering fundamentals. Okay. And I had like a twofold on it. I thought it was a great idea in order for me to start thinking thinking about how to do this stuff, reading cases, learning how to do like an exam, um, processing like case briefs, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you're kind of like, um, you're going to be so burnt out when you by the time you start. You're kind of like, should I do anything? Like, I don't know. I have like two feelings about that. But I think if we had more forums, like where people were able to talk about it, mm-hmm. And, like, bring up some things of concern and, like, some of the things of saying you should know yourself. Like, figure out what works best for you. You know what I mean? Knowing just your outside schedule. Did you – when do you sleep? Like, I love to be in bed by, like, 1030. I'm not sleep, but I like to be in bed by 1030. So I'm going to get up at 530. Fine. But, like – being able to, like, have little focus groups, maybe even, like, I know Balsa, we did it. Um, I'm pretty sure Lahana's did it as well. Mm You know, you kind of have these things that are very fundamental to just existing as a person. Yeah. 
And then I think you build on some of the lawyering skills that we learned in fundamentals. So in other words, like real talk, like in some small groups. Real talk, real conversation. I think that's interesting about sleep because there's people where you're sitting and you're like, when does that person sleep? Like, I think we've all probably seen like Google Docs or like last edited like 345. You're like, what are they doing? Like, (laughs) oh my God. Um, Yeah, no, I I think that's really interesting. Uh, uh, Mercedes, uh, any thoughts? Like one else should just kind of, I, someone told me the other day at like, um, an event, like just to like stay in your own lane and just make sure that even though everyone else is doing something, you should just like, kind of like keep your head like on like yourself, like don't pay attention to whatever, don't pay attention to what everyone else is doing. Um, and like, don't compare yourself so much to other um, students, because I know that even like the people I sit around in like um, in my classes, I see what they're doing, and sometimes I'm like, should I be doing that? But then I go back and like that's not what I would normally do. So why would I do that? I mean, I think it's hard, especially when the infrastructure we're in is supposed to facilitate that, right? We're on a for- forced curve. Mm-hmm. We're all competing for the same jobs. Of mm-hmm. course, it's competitive, yeah. and we're comparing ourselves. It's set up to be so. But yeah. I think whatever social mechanisms we can put in place to fight against that like you were saying just chatting with each other yeah and, and recognizing that that is is a very real thing yeah. it's helpful yeah. also too it makes us feel like we're competing with each other but unfortunately we're really not like co- i personally feel like we're not competing with each other i feel like you're really competing with yourself like i think it really goes back to do you really know yourself are you disciplined enough to get this stuff done are you you know, comfortable enough or, you know, so anxious that you act on that anxiety. Like, I, that's how I I thought about it. And so, like, I think it it makes it easier when you're like, my friend shared the notes. Okay, let me go and practice this. Let me go read these notes, review these notes. Mm-hmm. But I definitely agree with the idea of, like, drowning out the noise because they will make you feel like you, you're not doing enough or you're not doing the right thing even though you feel like you're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. People, Somebody told me I should be outlining I was like, it's September 22nd. Like, what, what are you outlining? Yeah. So definitely, definitely anxiety-inducing space for sure. Yeah, like trying to just like resist that urge to like do all the comparisons. Like I, I'm in a class right now, as a matter of fact, and, you know, the professor doesn't use slides. Like it's not – it doesn't really lend itself the most to taking notes. And it's in, you know, these rooms where there's like rows of people. And there, there's one student who's a couple rows up who has like these Word documents. It's like size 10, like full of notes. It's like, what class are you in where you're coming up with this many notes from what this <laughs> person's saying? It's not happening over here. I mean, right. this guy's looking at his fantasy draft, and I, I don't know what I'm on canvas trying to figure out where he's, where he's getting this from. So I, I definitely relate to that. So you kind of have to think about like what's right for you, right? right. I think that's sort of the idea. Um, you know, it's important to uh, to, to keep in mind. Um, you're going to have to try a few different things. You're yeah. not going to come, you know, you're not going to figure it out by week two. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, no, I, I remember it was my torts class, my second semester of 1L, and the professor, you know, he was like, oh, you know, you guys start working on your outline this weekend. And it's like, we just started. Like, what are right. we talking about? <laughs> so it's just trying to like keep perspective. But at the end of the day, though, like you know, you're 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 all new here at one point. So it's like I, I think to what you were saying, but having like discussions where you can really put some of this stuff in perspective because you don't really have perspective on all of this coming in unless you've gone to law school before, which I don't think any. <laughs> hopefully, I don't think any of us could say. Yeah, it's like it's like I think a mix of what I, what I said earlier. It's like you don't know what you don't know. But you have to wise sage today. Right. (laughs) But you have to know yourself. And so it's like the two things merging like you. I'm pretty sure you probably haven't written a law memo before. Right. So like you don't really know what you're doing. And so but 
the person next to you probably doesn't know what they're doing either. Um, and so you're trying to figure out like what works, what isn't going to work, what isn't. It's like you know testing it out. Yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a, I think that's a good point. Um, well, uh, in any event, it's it's been a good, it's been a good introduction. Like I know we have to get people remote in order to to figure a lot of a lot of screens going on in this room. But um, in any event, it's been Tom Blakely and Jim Fiore uh, introducing Mercedes Harville, Jill Jacobson, and Ray Cooper, uh, who are really excited to have joining us for our episodes going forward. We got all kinds of things planned, and we're uh, really excited to have the whole team together, uh, everybody aboard and, uh, and 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 working together. So thanks to everybody for being here, and thanks to you uh, for listening. If you'd like to support your local PBS, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, until next time, that'll do it for. This one, guys. Thanks for listening.